and welcome to a new episode of Digital Coffee, the Gaming Brew, where I bring you the best news from the PC gaming industry. And I'm your host, Brett Dicer. Please subscribe to the podcast and all your favorite podcasting apps. Leave a five-star re- re- review. It does help with the rankings. But this week, I'm going to be talking about Diablo X Defiant. Actually, I have... Funny part is, is that I didn't know I was invited to the beta months or year ago. <laughs> so I haven't been able to get back in, but we're going to be talking about that a little bit. Also the new aiming system from Battlefield 2042, Diablo 2 season four, an interesting Fallout remake, which looks like a side scroller, Overwatch 2 news, and then kind of why I haven't really been playing Overwatch 2 or haven't had any interest in playing Overwatch 2 in quite a while, or at least a month. It's a while in game years. Anyways, let's get on with the show. Mmm, that's good. All right, and a happy Friday to everybody, but let's get on with it. And the revision had huge announcements last month, actually yesterday, not last month. Yesterday it had, it was, I guess apparently it was division day and there is a few things. One division two is going back to New York with a bunch of new seasons, a new take on a game mode. And looks like eventually towards the latter seasons of the year, they're going to actually have a story DLC to it. So they're actually bringing back division two in a way probably because the avatar game isn't really coming out anytime soon and there is no word of actual division three coming out but also the other thing was the division heartland which is a free-to-play pvevp so it's pve and pvp those acronyms are always weird but yes, it does have survival mechanics to it. It is basically going to look like a big dark zone and it's free to play because we're getting into free to play models now, which is battle passes all the time because those are always fun. Now you're going to have to pick and choose which games you play the most to actually spend your money because you're not going to spend it all on everything. You can either spend it on Fortnite, Overwatch 2, Call of Duty, that's still a premium paid game, which is always weird to me. You also have Halo, you have Battlefield 2042, you have any other game that might come out that's in the first person shooter genre. You're going to have a battle pass because this is where it's going to be. Also survival games like The Division. So it should be interesting how well this is played out. I did sign up for the beta. I'm not really quite sure if I'm actually going to get it or not, but I did sign up. And this time I will be looking out for the emails before I did because I didn't think I got anything because GBL decided not to tell me. But yeah, it does look interesting to see how well this is going to do, what exploits players could come up with, and how well the Dark Zone is going to be for this type of thing. Because it does look like it's just a giant Dark Zone. There isn't going to be. You go into the Dark Zone, it's just you are in the Dark Zone. So we'll see. It looks like to be like, I guess, a prequel in a way. Not really quite sure, but you were in a small town in America called Silver Creek. So it should be interesting to see where this goes, how well this plays out, and if it actually will be any good. Moving on to another free-to-play game from Ubisoft. Apparently, they're just going to shift to free-to-play now. 
but it's going to be X Defiant, and that has been getting a lot of good feedback, which is the one that I actually got the beta, the closed beta for a year or two ago and didn't know I actually did. But they do have another closed beta coming out. There's been a lot of chatter from YouTube, and a lot of the gamers have been playing it and somewhat enjoying it. It does feel like the old Call of Duty play style with a lot of jumping and running and sliding and everything else that goes with Bill Call of Duty's playstyles. It does bring different franchises or different IPs into one. So you do have the division, you do have Watch Dogs, Far Cry, and it looks like you're gonna have like Splinter Cell in there as well. But to me, it could be good, it could be it could be great, it could be terrible. It is Ubisoft. They seem to want to shoot for the stars and then kind of land back down pretty hard. I'm looking at you, the latest Ghost Recon game, which actually did get better. But moving on, it does look very interesting, and they're also still going to bring the Phantoms from the Ghost Recon franchise. So you're just basically going to have almost everybody from the call the Ubisoft franchise, except for Assassin's Creed, which actually would have been kind of funny to see just people running around with swords and trying to kill you from bullets, but probably not going to happen. But all of them have their unique type of abilities. I think the Splinter Cell one allows you to find people around the area. And maybe the Ghost Recon looks like you can actually like stealth in. I'm not quite sure about those, but they do have various different types of maps. They're supposedly all varied and actually quite good. Maybe, maybe not. And they do have... Familiar Game Roads Domination Occupy, which is basically Call of Duty's hard point where you go around trying to capture and then hold a point. So this should be interesting to see when it actually launches, when it if it will be popular for the long term. Because it's always popular in the first month or two, and then eventually it dies down, and we'll see where the actual audience is for this one. Could it be good? Maybe. We'll have to find out, to be honest with you, but those are two new free-to-play games from uh, Ubisoft. Since apparently their premium buy-the-game takes a very long time to create. I'm looking at you, Skulls and Bones, and there's another game that's almost like Duke Nukem Forever territory. I forget the name of it. Beyond Good and Evil? Is that the one? I think that's the one. But... Their premium games, it just seems to be taking quite a bit, and this seems to be like their holdover for when their premium games actually do launch. And we'll see if this actually gets if this, these are actually good or did they just not do a great job once it comes out. All right, moving on to Battlefield 2042. Now, apparently, it's now in a great state. Now, here's the funny thing I said when it first launched that give it a year and it will be a good game to play. And guess what? Now everybody's going, it's a good game. You should play it. I'm like, I told you guys, this is Dice's MO. Every time they do something like this or they create a new game, it's always terrible in the beginning and then eventually it gets better. This is, it's happened time and time again. And apparently we don't learn from history. It happened with, Battlefield 3 got better, happened with especially with Battlefield 4. Man, that got that was not good at the beginning. Like you got disconnected 
like crazy. It was just not fun in the beginning. And then a year or two later, it got good. Look at Battlefield 2042. It was terrible in the beginning, and now it's great. And everybody's like, it's a fun game now. And I'm like, and I told you so. Because apparently nobody tries to listen to those that have already played the games in the past and understand that it's just terrible in the beginning. This is DICE's MO. This is what they do all the time. They make a game. It's not great in the beginning. And then towards the end of its life cycle, it's great at the end. But there is a new aiming system that's going to undergo major changes in the next update. And this is called the Uniform Soldier Aiming. And I guess it's supposed to help with the consistency between non-zoom and zoom for the weapons. And as long as the individual zoom sensitivity is 0.1 or 0.2, 1, 1.00 or 1.25, and it's not changed from default. So... It is going to be switched on by default, but you can switch it off if you want to. Now, should be interesting to see do a video on if it's good with it on or if it's not good with it off. This is supposed to help with aiming and make it better, but that's a subjective term, and really you're just going to have to get in the hands of gamers and see if it's actually any good or not. But this is going to be the update. Make sure that you have to go into the settings, onto on foot, and then that's in the mo the mouse and keyboard settings if you're using a mouse and keyboard and then the uniform soldier aiming will be switched on you can toggle it off if you want to all right moving on to the diablo franchise and specifically diablo 2 is going to have resurrected season 4 coming out in may so just be on the lookout for that also it looks like they're going to be doing a another round of testing for diablo 4 I think in May before it comes out, but probably just to check on the latest updates. They did a ton of new updates, changed the way the barbarian plays in some ways, changed the way the necromancer plays. Also the dungeons where you don't have to backtrack as much. That was the most annoying thing playing the game. It was like, Oh, I finished it. Now, where do I, where I have to go back to the door that I already came from. This is very annoying and backtracking too much. So hopefully they fix that issue. But it was one of those things where I was a little annoyed about, didn't really like it too much, but I'm glad that they said that they're, they fixed a lot of things from players input. And that's a good thing. Hopefully Diablo four is going to be good. Now it's going to be more of a live service. And I put those in quotation marks because I feel like every time the developer and publisher say live service, they're basically saying it's not good in the beginning and then we'll update it along to make it better. And I'm pretty sure the end game content is not going to be great in the beginning. So you can rush through it, but why rush through it? If you know, it's just not gonna be great in the beginning. Eventually those end game contents do or in game things to do. in when you beat it do get better over time, but it usually in the initial release, it's never that great because they haven't figured out what they really want to do with it. It's, a weird thing to do, but you do have a second chance to get that wolf pack thing for Diablo four. If you want to, you have to get to level 20 on one character and then you actually get it. So if you still want to be able to get that pack, you can the one last chance before it launches because it will launch in the beginning of June, which is not too far around the corner since we are in the end of April right now, but to be on the lookout for that. 
All right, moving on to a very interesting Fallout remade in a 2D side-scroller coming soon. And it looks very interesting in a way because it does look like a side-scroller. It does have the Fallout vibe, I guess is the best way of saying it. And you have, you, you blow up monsters and it's very, very, well, how can I say it's It's very interesting and just the goriness and just the way they're remaking an old game into something new, which looks really fun to be honest with you, just blowing up ghouls, blowing up all the baddies in fallout type of thing in the original fallout form. It would be kind of cool to see like a remake of the original two for the first two fallouts. So to see kind of like what it would be like in modern times, having like the people that made wasteland redo the first two fallouts because they are, now the same are under the same company as Microsoft. Both the publisher and developers are both under the Microsoft umbrella. So you could actually see that and, or maybe even like give Obsidian it and have them redo the first fallout one and two in the unreal five engine and actually have them redo that in the first person mode. That would be interesting as well, or just do it like, how the wasteland developers have to, it was in exile. That's, that's who it is. Have them redo it as well, but it should be interesting to see what that is all about. And if it's going to be fun, I mean, it's, it's looks very fun from just looking at the video, you get different types of weapons. People are jumping in on you and you have to go kill them. So it does look very fun. And another new update to Dying Light 2. So Dead Island 2 has been released, is released today on Friday, but Dying Light 2, yes, the two different zombie games, did have an update to its combat system to make it feel more punchy, more, I guess, if you hit between different weapons, you can decapitate heads, or if you actually hit with a blunt object, you can really hurt somebody in the torso area. So I played a little bit yesterday. It does feel better on it. I actually haven't completed the game quite yet because it's a very large game, but it does feel better. Now, since Dead Island 2 is coming out, I'm going to be start playing that game and basically trying to review that at the same time. But it does feel better when you're playing the game. All right, moving on to Overwatch 2 news. First, Overwatch 2 has permanently banned up to 5,000 cheaters per week. Apparently I was part of that band because somebody got into my account, which basically I did go change just about every password I have. And then if there's two factor authentication, use Dashlane to do that as well. Very cumbersome, very tiresome and just a lot of time wasted that I just didn't really want to do. But if you want to cheat on overwatch two, this is how you're doing. Now, my problem is that a lot of times it's just, hackers getting into your account and then cheating on your account and having your own account banned that's worrisome because it happened to me and it's awful and then i have to go through the whole process being like like they won't even tell you what you did wrong or how you violated the rules you have to go in and be like wait what like that was my initial response what recent thing i haven't played in two weeks that was three well now now it's been more like a month but 
those are the things. Now I do understand that some cheaters do have their own account or make their own account and just cheat. But a lot of times it's, it's just an unsuspecting person that doesn't know that their account has been compromised. And then they have to go through the process of getting it fixed. Moving on to the overwatch league. If you actually still watch the overwatch league, it will still remain solely broadcasted on YouTube because of this. Even if the exclusive deal has been concluded, they will not branch out and do anything else, which I don't really understand why they just don't do it on all of them. Seems like a better way of actually like reaching out to other things, not just doing it on one. I get YouTube is YouTube, but still, if your exclusive deal is done, then don't just put it on one platform, put it on as many platforms as you can put it on Facebook, put it on YouTube, put it on Twitch, put it on, if you want to do kick, put it on that one. I mean, Branch out, do more things. Just don't put it on one, but here we are. Yes, here we are. Just hoping that Overwatch, the Overwatch League actually is remains profitable. There's been a lot of turmoil in that one and just hasn't been as great as it used to be. But there has been less teams now because of just the financial part about it and just really, really... It's just been unfortunate a lot of times. So here we are looking at this going, why are you still on just one platform? Do it on all of them. There is a reason why if you don't have an exclusive deal, why it's better just to do on all of them, but let your, let your league die. I mean, doesn't seem like you care. All right, moving on to Life Weaver. Yes, the new hero character that was launched on season four is getting a rework after two weeks of being launched. There is a main issue that I've seen from YouTubers, and the main issue is that the switching from his healing to his weapon is more like a mercy thing, so you have to switch back and forth, and instead they're what they're going to be doing is having his healing, and then his alt fire will be his weapon, also, the parting gift will be gone completely. There will be no more parting gift. It's gone. So that's one less ability, which to me is fine. Now, the Tree of Life has had its health upped from 1,000 to 1,200 and healing uh, per pulse is up from 75 to 50 as well for its ammo. Uh, healing blossom for so when you're healing it's gonna be ammo's gonna be up to 20 from 12 and slow charge uh, slow during charge now kicks in one second after fully charged. Also, the thorn volley your alt fire so it's gonna be your alt fire will be the spread will be tightened so you can actually do that. Also, your little speed buff or like your little escape will be just a double tap of the space bar in general, but parting gift will be removed so you will not be able to actually eliminate life weaver and get a, a small health for enemies or from allies that is removed which is fine i didn't it didn't really seem like it was a great thing anyways and it we'll see we'll see and to my main thing of why I really haven't been playing Overwatch 2 very much. And it, I mean, the simple reason is, is that my account got hacked. They blame me for it. They said they did a thorough investigation and then they had to do another thorough investigation. Found out that I was telling the truth that I didn't actually cheat. 
even though they didn't tell me what I did wrong. And it was just this whole thing of like, like, why did I have to go figure it out? Why couldn't you guys figure out? You do have your systems in place. And it was, it was very weird. And it just kind of like gave me a, I just a sour taste in my mouth. So I haven't really been playing it. I probably should play it because it's one of my main games that I did play, but just don't have the heart for it. Plus new games are coming out. Deadline 2 just released today. Also, you're going to have the new Star Wars game coming out next week. So there's been other games to actually play instead of that one. I just haven't been too keen on playing specifically that one for right now. Will I go back and play it? Probably, but for right now, it just doesn't seem like I really want to play this. I'm like, ooh, I should really play this game because it is the same old, same old. I mean, I'm glad that they finally got rid of the map pools because that got old after a while, but also just... It's a game that's been out since 2016. There really hasn't been too much of a change. Overwatch 2 changed it a little bit, but there hasn't been enough significant. It's almost like Overwatch 2 should have been Overwatch 1.5, to be honest with you, because there wasn't too much of a changes. And then they, they keep on changing the heroes because, again, going from 6v6 to 5v5 was a terrible choice. I will keep on saying it was a terrible choice because they had everything they needed from heroes to actually work and then they switched to it and they didn't really figure out what how they work best within 5v5 and then you get these really overpowered characters because of that they could have actually just made the changes that they did with 5v5 and 6v6 brought down a lot of the barriers from different tanks and just had really a select few of tanks have shields and everybody else has different abilities for that one that worked out quite well but unfortunately they went with the six, the five v five, and I don't think it worked out very well. I think it has a lot, of, a lot of different issues, and it looks like the streamers aren't having as much fun, regardless if it was six v six or five v five. So, what you did was you made this ooh sparkling new thing that didn't really matter, and it was like, well, it's better. I'm like, is it really that better? Is it? It feels like the synergy with six v six was better. It's just the barriers were just annoying that was really about it and you could have they could have reworked a lot of the tanks for overwatch 2 to still have 6v6 but rework it to actually be more manageable in that way and then you wouldn't have to remake all these characters and just have this terrible issue i mean it's just been awful in general you still could have had some dps heroes have cc abilities not all of them but some of them have them you could have switched around everything. Doomfist would still be a DPS, and then you'll just have new tanks coming in eventually. But nope, they wanted to do it this way, and it's not any better, to be honest with you. Objectively, for the long run, it wasn't really the greatest call, but what do I know? I just play games for a living to just deal with what developers make good or terrible choices, and I still think that was a terrible choice regardless of how much praise it got in the beginning i'm like it's still not gonna be great guys still gonna be the same old overwatch just with one less tank that's really about it so do you agree with me on that or do you feel like yeah 5v5 is the best ever it's not that bad i don't know what you're talking about let me know in the comments below but as always thank you for listening to digital coffee as always, please subscribe to Digital Coffee on all your favorite podcasting apps. And that's the Gaming Brew on this one. Just click 
it. Just click the follow button. Tell your friends. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. See you next week and play the games you want to play. Later, guys.